This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. The views and opinion of the following podcasts are general in nature and are not a guaranteed outcome. All personal research should be conducted prior to betting of any monies. All prices are correct at the time of recording. Please gamble responsibly. Yes, uh, thank you for joining us again. Another big show today on the Same Game Multi-Podcast. We're going to wrap up a bit of Origin Talk. Also round 14, see if the boys got any multis up. Then we'll preview round 15 and uh, give you our tips for this week as well. So make sure you stay inside because we're about to kick off. Hey, lads, how are we? Good afternoon. Morning. Top of the game. Good week. Origin week. Good win by the Blues. Devastating. It was for Queenslanders. De- devastating <laughs> win, yeah. Not wrong. 50 to 6. Can't say you saw that one coming. No, not by that margin. No. I'll tell you what, 20 to 6 half time, I was nervous. Typical Queenslanders, you know, they tend to come back. I was quite nervous going into half time, and it probably wasn't until about the 50th minute there that I kind of sat back on my chair and relaxed a little bit. Uh, outstanding performance from the Blues. We won't talk too much about it because obviously it's a week in the past now, but um, yeah, we will just touch on it. Latrell, Turbo, Tedesco. Tarek Sims for me. Tarek Sims, he was very uncredited. He was a great, great addition um, to the squad. Obviously, he only got the run because Crichton was probably out. He probably wouldn't have been in otherwise, but he, he definitely made his mark on the side, that's for sure. So, yeah, I think it'll be hard to uh, to uh, give him the tap on the shoulder, and you know. But, uh, no, it was good good performance. And as you said, Clint, with that, they scored, what, with about five minutes left in the first half. And that, you know, that sort of can can, can unrail a couple of sides, and it has in the past. But uh, the boys too good, too strong, and, and just kept chipping away, which was good. Yeah, very much. I was very nervous. And, and I was saying to Ches at lunchtime today, it could have been 50 nil because that was a, a fairly soft try. You know, Absolutely. Capewell just slipped that tackle. And Turbo got caught out there a bit. In defence, and it could have been very well fifty nil. So lucky for them, they actually got on the board. To be honest, shame it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is your player of the round, boys, or player of the week? Player of the week. I've gone Latrell in the Origin, uh, only because of his bounce back. Uh, a lot of critics out there flogged him um, like a beaten favourite, basically questioned. Um, and I think that. Uh, but playing in the centres and him playing fullback at club level, uh, by playing fullback, he's a lot fitter uh, than where he was. Um, and I think that showed on uh, on Wednesday night. And I thought he was um, alongside a lot of others. Um, Cleary was my clear man of the match, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock in um, uh, Latrell Mitchell just for his bounce back after so many people wrote him off and, and he comes out and silences some critics with some good football. Yeah, mine was uh, Tarek Sims, as I just mentioned before. Absolutely outstanding. He was everywhere. Hit hard, ran hard. Very safe with the ball. I can, like, there wouldn't have been someone else that could have done better than him, I think, on that night for that position. He was very disciplined too. Yeah. Uh, I'll go Turbo, just to add him in there as well. I don't think he can go past his performance. He was everywhere. Uh, three tries, set up a few as well. And just that 
uh, centre to centre play that they're doing out there in the left edge. And him and Latrell, just great stuff. You just don't see it anymore. So it was great to see. Well, see, funny you say that. I actually remember hearing something that um, they were basically tempted to play a double fullback. So Trebojevic and also Tedesco both play fullback. Um, not so much in defence, obviously not in defence, but um, and that as you said, that play where you had the two centres on the left side and people are going, what the fuck is there two players on? What are they both doing over there? That was the idea, yeah. playing that double fullback. So, but and, and you know worked out well. Exactly. Uh, I think the fact that the game was in Townsville probably suited us, even though it was the crowd against us. But you looked at the contrasting weather conditions from up there to where it was in Melbourne, meant to be played. It was raining and about four degrees down there that night. So. Would have been a completely different style of game and completely different scoreline, I think, if it was played in Melbourne. So, even though they had the home ground advantage, I certainly think it uh, benefited the Blues more than the Queenslanders. Yeah, I think that'll be good too by taking it up there. It's actually an eye opener, so that that could open the door for say your Newcastle, uh, like your Hunter region, maybe even one in Canberra. Uh, take one of you know the smaller somewhere in Adelaide or somewhere a little bit smaller, you know, somewhere a little bit remote. Um, so yeah, it was it was good. And considering the crowd, I remember they just before they kicked off, there was that like a little helicopter view panoramic of the whole thing, and there was very little blue, very yeah. little blue. Mate, you speak about taking to a smaller crowd. I was just looking at the draw. They booked in twenty twenty five to Rugby League Park. They booked in down there opposite the swim pool and mocked them swim there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they're gone. They're taking advice and gone really small. Well, I'd, I'd, I dare say there'd be more people on the hill on Kirkwood Street than there would be <laughs> looking, in the looking through the broken fence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what about your highlight of the week? Uh, highlight of the week. For those who probably don't watch much uh, what we call soccer over here, but in Europe and South America and stuff, it's called football. Um, there was a player called Christian Eriksen. Now, he's he's a freak, plays for uh, uh, Denmark, and he actually had a heart attack on the field, collapsed, and was 100% unresponsive. Um, and the quick flick of the switch and the professionalism of, of those first responders actually revived him on the field um, and, and give him the medical treatment he needed off the hospital, and now he's recovering well, remembers a whole lot so unfortunately it was a grim situation they the players had to build their own fence around him while he was being revived on the ground um which was pretty grim for them there was you know but uh and and you know full credit to the players too everyone responded very quickly so pretty scary isn't it i don't i think i really probably won't play again no so and like that's a little bit away from football but um that was you know just People train their life for that mm. moment, and um, when that opportunity presented, they didn't fail. So, but yeah, so basically, he's plays for Inter in Italy, and probably makes half of what Clint's paid, and that's up, you know, well and truly in the six, seven figures. So. <laughs> but no, so very disappointing from him. But I'd say he'll get a job in some coaching staff somewhere. So, and he's only fairly young. I think he's only about twenty seven, twenty eight. So. Yeah. Good call out Chez Mate mine's just The New South Wales squad We've yeah. already touched on that I'll, I'll second that as well Yeah Amazing Everyone just gelled well It was really good to see Very exciting Hopefully they can con- Continue that uh, form At Suncorp But we'll have to wait And see for that one It's going to be a Different sort of a game I think there I hope yeah. we bash them there as well I hope we do Very much so uh, What about your low lights Is the inconsistency With those head high rulings Starting to really shit me I don't think you're the only one, too. To well, you mentioned like with, at lunchtime today with, with Joey Manu, uh, the hit on him, nothing got happened there. Uh, then in the Brisbane game where the player got tackled halfway in the air, it wasn't a penalty, come down on old mate's shoulder and gone. I might get sent off. 
Yeah, very much so. I think that they've come out and said that that should have been a, a, a sin bin rather than a send-off, and I agree with that. And they've also said that Kevin Proctor should have been a sin bin when it wasn't. So, yeah, I agree. It's it's very inconsistent, very hard to get a get a handle on what's what now. Very confusing. I think that, do you think they're a little bit more lenient with Origin? Yeah, I think than so. Than the normal round games. There seemed yeah. to be a few there that I was waiting for the whistle. But nothing happened. So. It's yeah. funny when they came out too and they said it's amazing how the elite players can adapt so quickly. But uh, when you look back through some of the replays, some there were some shots up high that, that went missing or that weren't called. What about you, mate? Uh, my low light is A, is Ray Hadley uh, for his analysis on Fox, mate. Just stick to taking um, complaints and listen to elderly old people whinge on <laughs> breakfast radio, mate. Um, but yeah, so mine is actually the the main one is actually the binning of a falling player. Now I understand you still make contact with the head, and now we all that's just something we're gonna have to adapt to. Um, is is the fact that head eyes will be a penalty regardless of what they are. If a player's falling, then I find it very hard to adjust, especially in the split second. Um, I just think that, as you said, Ches, the inconsistency around that. But the fact that if a player's falling, and you, I know it's hard to determine. But if there's no time to react, well, fuck, what can you do? You can't Cause, disappear. Because he actually went airborne. Yeah. Went from vertical to almost a 45-degree angle. So that, Yeah, exactly right. So he was he was literally falling. The other one was Mike Acevo was another one, for example. Um, I can't exactly remember who it was. Dewey. Now. Adam Dewey, that's right. So Dewey's step jinked off the right. Feet have gone out from under him, and Sevo's hit him with a blockbuster, which, you know, it's not good. And, and, the, and the bad thing is Dewey actually failed his HIA. Um, but... You know, I'm not that I'm condoning like a head high, but I just think that if a player's falling, there needs to be that little bit of leniency, uh, particularly when it comes to a bin. Yeah, mine follows on from that, and mine is the um, I've got three actually. Cameron Munster twice for his oh. professional kicks that he's been doing. Reptile, and you're not going to like this, but Papa Lee for the, the for knee. the uh, eels yeah, on the knee. That's not great. Again, Ches and I were talking at lunchtime. They're deliberate acts. They've Cameron Munster's kicked Liam Martin. The second one he did on the weekend wasn't as bad, but that one in Origin was horrible. Papa Lee's need old mate in the head deliberately, yet they only get a fine for $1,000 or whatever it is. But like you said, this poor father from Broncos gets sent off for an accidental yeah. contact, split second, no time to react. How is an accident penalised worse than a deliberate act. I just can't get my head around yeah, that. Yeah, and that five weeks, give them six weeks for something like that. Yeah, Papa Lee, that was that was a square up too. So you have you see uh, Big Reg has a little has a little stink with a couple of couple of plays um, in back play and, and players rushing and you know just pushing and shoving and whatever else. That was the very next play and that was a square up. Hundred percent, it was a square up. Yeah, I like him as a player, but but that in I just can't again get in my head how that is. Treated less than an accidental head eye, even like you said, the Mike Acevo one, same thing happened in speed accident. Would have been a great hit if he didn't slip. He's he's gets suspended for a week now and got ten minutes in the bin, and yet these fathers stay on the field or Papali didn't, but Munster did in Origin. I couldn't believe that. And then they get a thousand dollar fine. They're on seven hundred thousand dollars a year. It's ashtray money, especially when the sure difference. Pretty sure you'll find the clubs will probably pay that too. Probably. That's where the difference is a tackle compared to using your legs deliberately. Exactly, that's right. That's right. They've gone so and made a conscious decision yeah. to do that. So anyway, that that yeah, that's mine. So it kind of leads into yours as well. Uh, all right, let's get uh, Mouldy's boys. Did we get anything up? I'll go first because mine's short and sweet. Missed out on three by one leg again. Oh. Uh, my little Walker's on bet. Cody Walker failed to get across there. 
out of, out, sorry, out of all the walkers, he would have been the one well, odds he, on to get across. He's on nearly every week, isn't he? I know. Uh, literally, it. walkers on nearly every week, yep. except for when I have him. <laughs> uh, missed out in the power game. Missed out on Dylan Brown there. And then I missed out on two of Arsashek. So all up there, I think, was would have been close to about a $200 return. Yeah, I was very much the same. I missed out by uh, one leg in a couple of them. Um, in the power game, missed out on Dunster, for example. Um, but... Cody, uh, not Cody Walker, Dane Gagai let me down in my sure thing Anytime try score. He was too busy trying to carry his Zimmer frame around the around the Origin Arena and didn't even get close to the ball. Didn't even look like trying at all, scoring. So. But Clint, eh? The streamers. Hey, oh, you want confetti, me to go? My eh? go? My go, is it? We will let off little confetti and stuff here. Uh, so I was having pretty ordinary the first two games, but then going into that Titans-Roosters game, which was a crazy game uh, as it was, but I, I got that one up. So that was Roosters head-to-head. Thanks to Sammy Walker in the field goal. Ikebalu, Crichton and Peach to get across. And that one's paying thirty one seventy five. So a nice $150 return there from your little $5 investment. So Delicious. That Peachy try is the weakest try I think I've seen in history of NRL. What, <laughs> what about Crichton sticking his tongue out and nearly getting fucking pants pulled down by uh, young Campbell? Fuck, that would have been funny if he got tackled short of the line. And he did. He should have been a double movement, but... I'm not calling it because so it was, netted me 150 yeah. bucks. So. I was actually 50-50 with that too. Yeah. It, it is, but it wasn't because he was still moving. That's the only thing. If he didn't have that momentum behind him, that should have been double movement. His was, coming from me. Yeah, coming from a rooster. <laughs> His was worse than... Um, wearing a rooster's hat. Is that a rooster's shirt? No, mate. This is nah. just a, it's just a rooster's hat. I had today. a rooster's shirt on last night. So it's like no. a bulldog shirt, to be honest. No, Switching your alliance, mate. Um, Crichton's was worse than um, Billy Army Kickhouse the night before, I thought. Fair shout. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all right, boys, let's uh, move on to uh, this week's game. Some pretty good games uh, and kicking us off Thursday night, it's going to be South versus Broncos. South keep rolling along. Broncos keep heading down further down the ladder. Um, Carmichael Hunt back last week didn't show much. You could tell he's been out of the game for about 12 years. He, he was solid. He wasn't outstandingly good, but he was solid. But are they going in with a new halves pairing again this week, did I hear? No, he's been named at 5'8 again. Yeah, he's keeping him there. I'll cut that bit out then. <laughs> um, uh, so with the psycho gone, Tessie Nui will be the fullback as well. He he was their shining light last week. Tessie Nui he was little pocket rocket. Very so impressed. I don't know the full extent of the story, but South have rested Benji Marshall. He's not playing at all. So I don't know whether they're going to hold him off, give him a bit of a rest and wait for Origin, and then have him play a full game maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know what the story is there. Um, and... We've got a big list of people that are back in for teams this week, obviously from the origin rests. Uh, so the Broncos got Jordan Rickey, Xavier Coates and Reese Kennedy. And then for South, they'll have Cameron Murray, Cook, Gagai, Arrow. Now, they all return to first grade. Mansour returns, but he's playing reserves. So I, I, he, he might not get a run. He might, he, just, might, he, he might most likely stay there all year too, I, I could imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we've got a touch on the Tessie Nui and Carmichael Hunt. Uh, Albert Kelly's still at least one more week away with that hamstring injury. And Wayne Bennett, uh, he'll be coaching his 200th game at Suncorp this week as well. Uh, boys, I heard that Katoni Staggs cleared to return, but he's serving a two-week suspension now for the little off-field drama he had, so he should be nearly back next week, I think. Should be next they'll, week. They'll be welcoming him back. 
Now, I know you've got to put your foot down and draw the line somewhere, but look at how fucking bad they're going. Wouldn't you just <laughs> sweep it under the carpet and say, oh, no, sorry, mate, that was already being served, you know, that was part of your injury get time. Get in there and help your team yeah. out. Um, what do you got for your malts, boys? Well, I've gone Rabbitohs, 13+. plus. I think they should, by rights, should blow them out of the water. I've got Latrell, Gagai, so I've got the two centres, and Tessa Nui playing at fullback, and after last week's performance, I've slipped him in there, and by putting him in, it shot it from about 6 to 21. So 21 for the four legs. Got across last week, little chip and chase players. Yeah, good little play. yeah hopefully repeats again. Yeah, I've gone South 13+, plus as well. Gone Xavier Coates. Now I've gone Cody Walker. Oh. If you're listening, brother, please. Cody Walker and AJ, Alex Johnson, two or more tries. Two or more. Doable. And that's paying 16s. I've gone uh, South 19 plus. I think that, yeah, I think, like you said, Birdo, they'll, they'll put a heap on them. Over 50 and a half points scored, and I think majority of those will be South. I've gone Latrell and Kaloa Matungi anytime try scorers for 11.75. So not much value. Did you have Matungi last week? I did. He let me down, yeah. I've gone with him again this week. Very good. Next game, boys. Cowboys versus Sharks. Um, Cowboys were pretty poor last week. Sharks were pretty good against a depleted Penrith side. I think this will be a pretty close game. Ches, any news? Uh, nothing real major. Uh, each team both respectively have one sort of key person out. Uh, Cowboys missing Justin O'Neill and Sharks be missing Wade Graham. Um, Did anyone else hear that Wade Graham may never play again? He'd be very similar to a coordinator or a friend, yeah. I think. He's going to give himself, I think, about four weeks out and see at this point in time yeah, and just right. see. I think I might have some money on the Sharks here. Chad Townsend's back this week. <laughs> we got, uh, Sharks are going for four in a row. Uh, if they get that, that'll be the first time since 2008. Uh, they're actually – Sharks are third this year for post-contact metres, which surprised me. And another little stat – for uh, after last week, uh, with the the ladder standings, is Cowboys are in the top eight. I think they're running seventh. That'd be the first time in that's going to numerous years. Yeah, two thousand and eighteen or seventeen or something when they last made the grand final. At the start of the year, they were odds on to get the spoon. Yeah. They were playing really ordinary, so turning things around up there. I think they've had a pretty consistent squad, which helps. Yeah. You know, for the last five, six, seven weeks. So. so that sort of makes sense too. Why Todd Payton's turned down the Warriors job. To go to the Cowboys So he, he might have that in mind And he's got some signings too That'll come next year Which are? Uh, so Chad Townsend oh, True yeah. <laughs> Hey that's the boy. big Hey that's the big go to man boy. for him um, I don't know Tommy hey, Dearden's up there already Yeah so They may improve from there on So I'll, I'll You know I'll, I'll take over the, the boss seat here for this one Cowboys head to head Felt Ramian Nice simple seven bucks So Two wingers uh, uh, Ramian he might be, he's in the centre actually, he's in the yeah. centre, sorry, I'll tell a lie. Uh, seven bucks, so Cowboys head-to-head. Uh, I don't want to pick a margin on that, it's hard enough trying to pick the winner. But the only reason why I went with that, Chaz, you give us a stat not long ago about Cowboys might be, is it say 15 or something, something 13 straight at uh, whatever that is, the fucking... The, the Country Bank Arena. That's the one. Townsville. Townsville, is that right? I think it was. At home. They'd, so they'd be about 15 straight at home, yeah. but they can't win anywhere else. Yeah, no, they've got a real bad away record. Yeah. Real bad. So that's the only reason why I've gone them head-to-head. So hopefully they get uh, get a little little chalky. Well, I've gone the opposite of what you said. I've actually picked a margin. It's gonna, I reckon this is going to be close, like what Clint said. Uh, I've gone Cowboys because it's home. 1-12. to 1-12, yeah. 
Tabby Alfredo, Drink Water, and Will Kennedy. Now, I've got some good odds for these next three maldies. This is paying $53. What? Wow. 50, oh, yeah. For a four-legger. I, I had to check these twice. I, one of them I had to check three times. Fuck. 53 to one. That's pretty good. Uh, boys, I, I've gone Murray Talangi to get across, Tabby Alfredo. Uh, Mulatalo and William Kennedy. I also found this little one. I haven't seen it before. It's obviously been there, but I've got either team to win by eight or less. I, th- I think it will be a tight game. Um, just looking at the form of both teams, so either team to win by eight or less. That one's paying thirty-two seventy-five. So not not too bad there. That boosted up a bit. That little one. Anything else on that game, boys? Move on to the next. No, as you said, I think our multis both reflected. Uh, I've only just gone uh, head to head, only because I can't pick a margin, and you boys have picked a very tight margin. So, mm. yeah, go either way. I think it'll be a pretty good game, yeah, especially be. if it's a dry track up there, which it should be. Uh, yeah, looking good. That's the uh, first game on the Friday. Move on to the second game on the Friday: Panthers versus Roosters. Should be the game of the round. I think this one, even though the Roosters are injury plagued as as they have been all year, Panthers get a, a host of players back, mate. They do. It's another strips moment for that one. Um, that, that missing Kikau, he's out with that hamstring injury. Uh, Jennings is also missing. Marshke's gone for the for the Chooks. So for the Panthers, returning players, Brian Toto, Yo, Luai, Capewell, Cleary. And for the Roosters, Billy Smith, Teddy, Sam Varils, Takiaho, and Tapua return. Now, did you hear that... Uh, Mr. Radley got in a bit of trouble on the on the <laughs> flight home on the day. Yeah. He didn't do anything wrong. He's just laughing loudly. Laughing apparently, he had he had a few too many sherbets, and he was, and he was too pissed to fly. So he had to wait till the next day to go home. He didn't do anything bad. That just said, mate, just, yeah, you can't come on. Well, you can't be on the flight. So last thing you want is him airborne. He, he actually went up to watch someone play. Uh, it was someone that he and a few mates basically played a little junior football with. Yep. Uh, I believe, this is what I've heard on the radio, that he basically flew up there um, just to support. So um, basically the way, if you remember when the para game, when Jacob Arthur, he had his own little cheer squad, had eight or ten different blokes that were that were cheering him on from the sideline. I think it was very similar circumstances. Yeah, so he caught a, caught a lift back on the uh, Blues plane <laughs> the next day. Uh, there's some bloody juicy lineups. Uh, head-to-head matchups here. When you look at it, you got Dylan Edwards versus Tedesco, Charlie Staines against Tupu, Crichton versus Morris, Burton versus Manu, Toto versus Ikabalu. Both little nuggety wingers there. Luai Lamb, Cleary, and Walker. The forwards. That's but, a lot. Yeah, well, I haven't even got to them yet. So I'm just looking at that now. Moses Leota versus JWH. Uh, who else? Fisher Harris versus Takiaho. I reckon. I reckon Fisher Harris. And Hargraves are going to run each other all night. They're just going to be slamming each other. Yeah, for males. So how many carryover points do you reckon Wairee Hargraves has got? He'd have a filing cabinet full, but somehow <laughs> he got charged on the weekend but got off with a fine. He's playing out of his skin. Yeah, he's playing good. He's playing 80 minutes, which he hasn't done for most of his career, and, and playing some quality 80 minutes too. So I've been really impressed with him. He's really standing up in this year that they need him to stand up. So I don't... Generally give him much praise because he is a bit of a grub, but he, he's going really well this year. He's cut that cut that that like niggling play out. Yeah, I think a, he has a bit. Yeah, I'm a bit. Staying all together because yeah. he still does it. And you still need a bit of that too you if do. you're going to be that enforcer, the aggressor as well. Exactly. And, 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 like you need that in in a bloke too that's intimidating. 
for example, say if someone's roughing up your young, like your little boys, say your, your Sam Walkers, for mm. example, you need him to be able to put a shot on and, you know, a little, you know, ear squeeze, hair pull or something like that, you know, just like, like a little what, bit of... Like what Crichton tried to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trent Robinson, uh, he's got a nine to five win record against Ivan Cleary. Working nine to five. What a way to make a living. That might change uh, against his favour this week. We'll have to wait and see. I'd, I'll kick the molly. I've got. I couldn't pick a winner here because I'd love to be able to get yeah. a whiff of a little uh, upset here, and I think that'd be Panthers uh, third in a row, which they will not like at all. Roosters are paying four bucks. They are. Yeah. Uh, so I've gone Brian Toto, Cleary, Sammy Walker, and Ikevalu. Now this one, as I had to check as well, fifty-two fifty. Sam Walker's paying five dollars for any time try score. That's why it jumped up so much. Three try scorers, fifty-two dollars, fifty-four or four. Sorry, Not four. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. It's still, well, I've got very similar. I've got twenty-five odds, so that's you know still fairly steep. Uh, I've gone Penrith head to head, which uh, they're fairly cheap. Um, I've gone Staines, who's only about threes. Tupo, who's only he's probably threes as well. Um, maybe being a winger, maybe about two fifties. I haven't I haven't checked, but uh, and. Total points over forty six and a half. I think you know. I think both sides will like the, the attack. They're both easy, like you can easily score points against each other. So that's twenty five just for those four. Well, lads, it's not very often that I have the least odds out of the three of us in into a multi, but I've got that this game. Two so fifty or something. I've only got uh, three anytime try it. scorers. <laughs> Couldn't pick a winner. Uh, I think Penrith will win, but just wasn't game enough to put down on paper. But I've got Matty Burton. Uh, Capewell and Ikevalu all to get across the line, eighteen twenty-five. Throwing Capewell in there boosted that up a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think I think Penrith will probably get the, the bickies there as well. All right, lads, next game, Knights versus Warriors. Um, Warriors were pretty disappointing against the Storm last week. Came back strong there. Kevin Marlow got a little hat trick on his last game. Um, and, and Newcastle weren't very good against the Rabbits. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. Might be one of those games where they kind of equal each other out a little bit and it might be a pretty good contest. I think if you're either a Knights or a Warriors fan, you'll be a bit excited this week. A lot of players have come back. Um, so I'll just go through a quick injury list first. So Badman Best, he's out. He's got something called a... Syndesmosis. Syndesmosis injury. High ankle sprain. Yeah. Effectively. They could have just wrote that down for me, couldn't yeah. they? They had, make, they had to make it a challenge. Uh, Shibasaki, he's, he's been dropped again. Because uh, of the amount of returning players, uh, Big Harris Tavita, he could be out for the season now with that with that pectoral injury. Um, not not looking good to come back for this year. Mamalo, um, obviously, he's going to the to the Tigers. He'll be playing there this week. Uh, and Wade Egan, uh, he had the head head knock last week, so he's uh, he's out as well. Returning players, so Newcastle Knights fans, Braden Musgrove, Clemmer, Heimel Hunt, Ponga. And Mitchell Pierce, yeah, Piercey. Well, that's a pretty good, pretty good squad to get back. Absolutely, all, all in the one go. I was a little bit surprised there. You opened with Musgrove. I thought you would have opened with Ponga or Pierce, to be honest. <laughs> You're building all the Newcastle night fellas up for the big return, and you start with Musgrove. What's going on there? I was, I was leaving the best for last. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. No, I, I, got, I'll I got a little <laughs> thing with Braden Musgrove. I usually put him in, in my mouldies if you've noticed. He's got a fucking shocking haircut. Oh. <laughs> it is horrible. I tell you what, he's. The only thing that's worse than his haircut is him under the highball. <laughs> or his mo. I'm just looking at him here in yeah. the team paddy. It's horrible as well. Anyway, keep going, Chess. Sorry, mate. That's all good. And then Warriors. 
So they have returning Pompey Katoa, Reese Walsh, Rocco Berry, Sean O'Sullivan and Offacolo. Uh, New Zealand have conceded 169 points in the last five games. So a bit of quick maths there. That's about 34 points a game, which is not good. No, it can't be many games when you're letting that many points in, that's for sure. No, no. I'll kick us off with the Maldives boys. So uh, I've actually picked Ponga in his return. I think he'll have a pretty good game there. Uh, anytime try scorer for Ponga. Tohu Harris, also for the Warriors to get across. I think he'll have a, a pretty big game there through the middle. And for over 49.5 points to be scored in the match, that one's paying $13 even. Yeah, well, I've gone very similar. I've gone Ponga. I think you'll be hungry. You'll get in amongst it. Um, I've actually gone Knights head-to-head only on the, uh, the basis that... Um, Mitchell Pierce is back, uh, also two Ponga, so at least they'll have a little bit more, you know, creativity. So I've gone Knights head to head Ponga Walsh from the Warriors, and I've gone four and a half start, which is nine dollars. So not much value there, but you know, bigger the bet, bigger the result. The more you put on, the more you'll get back. <laughs> also, I'm going to double check these odds on this one before I call them out again. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, so just double check those odds that I put on. Uh, a few hours ago, actually, and they, they're still correct. So I've got Knights head-to-head. Ponga, first try scorer. Connor Watson and Rocco Berry, anytime try scorers. $201 for oh, one. Oh, yeah. fucking like hell. Like one of those outsiders in the Melbourne Cup that some random person backs. Yep. 201 to one. 201 to one. I think the pub got to get the checkbook ready for that one. Mm. Uh, all right, boys, anything else on that game before we... Wrap up a little halftime break. No, dry. All good. Need a top up. Stubby torn. All right. Uh, As the boys indicated, we are going to top up our beverages and we'll be back straight after this. This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. All right, we're back. Uh, thank you again to the White Bull, uh, great sponsors of the show, and refilling our beverages for us each and every week. All right, lads, next game we've got the Dragons versus the Raiders. Dragons were pretty piss poor last week on Monday against the Dogs. I don't think anyone, unless you're a uh, true Doggies fan, would have been picking the Dogs there against the, the Dragons, but they got the Bickies. Raiders looked good last week. Uh, they actually led at half time and went on with it. There would have been a few uh, nervous Raiders supporters there at half time, I reckon, but they look very good. Uh, I, I think they'll probably get up this game too. They look a hell of a lot better than they have in the past anyway, so that's always on the way up. I was really impressed with uh, Simonson at, at fullback. Played really well. Don't get to see much of him on the wing, but he, he got a fair bit of uh, go in him. I think uh, well, Nickel Clockstack. He's not back for a while. I think he's out for the he's season. For yeah. season, so he might. Um, it's one of them things you don't play too well there. You might get stuck. Well, they're looking at getting Dufty in to cover him, but now I think after that performance on the weekend, they they might be keeping their money in the mm. bank. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Lomax is still questionable if he's playing. I think they're waiting until the training session on Friday from memory to see how he goes there. Is that from his thumb still? I think it's a it broken is. thumb. Yeah. Wouldn't think a broken thumb would keep you out for so long. Yeah. You, know, you see these fellas with. Shoulders and yeah, I think and it's knees where it is. And, yeah. So if it's if it's in the actual hand, um, or whether it's the actual thumb itself. So yeah, okay. if it's, I think so. I do remember 
it might have been, it was years ago, Mark Riddell actually broke the inside of his thumb because your thumb comes right back into there, obviously. Um, so the deeper the break is, the worse it is. Yeah, okay. So it could be, could be, yeah, low. just seems funny, you know, you little, you think, oh, a little broken thumb, but I ain't no doctor, but oh, yeah, obviously, my medical professional career is probably ended before it started. Uh, looks like Raiders are missing Ryan James as well, uh, this week. And this week, Dufty and Corey Norman, I think they need to start playing some footy. Um, and it's starting to attract some interest for some other clubs now that they've been told they won't be, uh, I guess, wanted yeah. at, at the Dragons. So they, I think they're going to start pulling their fingers out now. Well, the talk is if they don't start pulling their fingers out, they're going to start bleeding the young fellas to come through. And by the sounds, they'll play the remainder of the year in reserve grade. Uh, so, you know, pressure's on. And like Dufty, I sort of understand, but um, he might, might have to go to centre or somewhere like that or, or, you know. But the problem is Dufty, everyone rates Dufty. I like Dufty myself, but I just don't understand how he's so unwanted, you know, like. Must be an attitude thing, like something behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, it has to be. And, and his defence isn't very good. He, he'll score four tries, but he'll let three in. Let's a win. Actually, he'll, he'll, <laughs> score, he'll score three tries but he let four in. Sorry, I had that around the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's one thing I think. He's only little. He is, yeah, yeah. And he's not very big in, big in stature either, mate, and I don't know what you've been looking in the showers, but anyway. Um, Chairs, anything else before we get on the malts? No, I mean, no that's about it for uh, that game. Uh, Multi-wise... I'll kick us off again, boys. I've got uh, a little. I've got a four-legger here. I've got Raiders head-to-head, Bailey Simonson, Jack White, and Rava Lawa all to get across the line. That one's paying sixteen dollars fifty there. Well, I've gone Rava Lawa, Simonson, Rapana. Just the three try scorers. Fairly basic. Eight bucks. It's not. It's not. It's all right. It's not great, but it's there. I've gone for the game to be over forty and a half points. Uh, Dufty, like I've said, he needs to come out and play, so hopefully he gets a try. Big Ravalara as well, and Sebastian Chris, and that's paying ten fifty. Nice odds, nice odds. All right, lads, moving on. Storm versus Tigers. Uh, Storm are pretty short price favourites here. Just looking here, dollar seven. Tigers out the nine bucks. I think it's pretty accurate. After Mel- Para give them a, a good drumming. Mm. Melbourne pretty good last week too. Um, just keep rolling on. Obviously, they've, they've got some players coming back this week. I think they look pretty much full strength, Ches. Pretty much otherwise. Uh, Jesse Bromwich, uh, he's out with that elbow injury. Uh, and then uh, Doe's missing from the Tigers as well from that uh, head and all of the, be the HIA assessments. Old Dewey was feeling a bit doughy after that. He actually got touched up twice. He got touched up by someone else too. Rolf Harris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He got a double whammy, so. Yes, a bit of a list here for Storm. Uh, For returnings, Welch, Cooper Johns, Jennings uh, and Solomona back in as well. Jordan Grant uh, is starting as well this week. Uh, For the West Tigers, Simpkins, Talagi, Lamangalo. Obviously, he's uh, not returning. This will be his first game for the Tigers. Uh, And Moses Mbai. So... Little stat here that uh, Ken Mamalo. Let's make sure I read this properly. So his first game for the Tigers this weekend. This will be the third time he's played Storm this year. Now the last two games he's played the Storm, he's got a hat trick. One was last week. Yes. So 
It could be on the cards here. Maybe that's why the Tigers got him, just for the one game. <laughs> 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 even to get some points. I'm just looking at the team list here on NRL.com app, and he's still in his Warriors jersey. <laughs> Is he really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they couldn't even get him in the Tigers. too. Yeah. Um, Storm, um, after last week's game, uh, was their ninth game for this year of 40-plus points in a game. Uh, and that's just about sunshine there. Seven from seven and sunshine. Strong. Yeah, so I've gone uh, Storm 13 plus. Probably should have went a bit more, actually. I just went 19 plus. But anyway, so 13 plus, the Fox, George Jennings, and King Mamalo anytime is 11.75. Oh, I've gone very similar. I've put the cheese in. I've gone identical 13 plus, Addo Card, Jennings, Mamalo, and I've gone the cheese in there. And that's only boosted it to 14, so that's an extra three bucks. And I, and I think the cheese is up around. Fours? He's, yeah, he's usually playing between sort of yeah. three something and four. He, he's got to try the last couple of games he's played. Did you see that little thing going around on social media? He got a cease and desist uh, letter from, I think, Bryce Gibbs. Want him out of the front rowers union because he's scoring too much. Oh, is that right? Yeah, look it up. It was funny. It was, it was oh, very yeah. well done. So I did anyway. see he got chopped in half. Oh, by Harris DeVito. That Just was that a was fucking great tackle. Yeah, good. Hey, that was a hospital ball, but boy, he wasn't he wasn't looking, but end of the day, good shot from a little boy on yep. not so not not saying that he's a big boy, but he's He's solid. Yeah, very solid. I've gone four legs, boys, all storm. I've gone storm nineteen plus. I actually put that one in there. Uh Remus Smith, Harry Grant, and Jerome Hughes all to get across, and that one's fourteen seventy five. So yeah, I think from memory, I think Everyone from the Warriors, uh, from Melbourne, would be under fives. I'd say even your front rowers. So generally, front rowers around you know sixes and eights. I was looking at Bromwich uh, to go. I didn't think he was paying five bucks. Yeah, well there you go. So they must be predicting a bath. Yeah, I think it will be too. To be honest. All right, boys. Moving on to Sunday uh, football. We've got Eels versus Bulldogs. Bulldogs good last week with that win against the Dragons, and Eels were pretty good too against the Tigers. Actually, they they were electric against the Tigers there, and especially in the second half, they kicked on. Uh, King Gutho, boys, I'm going to declare it. He's he's one of my favourite players at the moment. Not only for the name, I love that little I don't know the little stance he does after he scores. Oh fuck, I love that. That's awesome. Um, he had had all the grass still on his hands from when he slid on it. It was fantastic yeah. to watch. Anyway, uh, going really good. Should be. Um, what do you think of this game, boys? Going to be competitive or? I don't think so. On paper, no. But there's something on it. Whether it's something from the '80s or, or what it is, it's something when para play Manly and para play the Bulldogs. There's it's always they hate each it's other. a grind. Yeah, it's, it's it just seems to always be a grind um, and. Not so many points scored, if that makes sense. Mm. Or, you know, but I haven't said that. Uh, when I say grind, it's generally good grind, like good football sort of thing. So, And we said a couple of weeks ago, Bulldogs, are, they're trying. They're, they're playing well. They're, their completion rates are through the roof. You know, they might only not be playing much attacking footy, but they're, they're completing, and, and that's, you know, half the half the battle. So I think you're right, mate. I think it might be a bit closer than what people might think, to Especially be coming off, what, numerous drummings, um, Struggling to win games. The games they what was it? Bris- no, they beat Brisbane, or Brisbane beat them anyway. Whatever the fuck yep. was their shit, so I don't keep in keep an eye on them. But um, that little bit extra momentum too from a win, you know, that could boost them up. But yep. um, yeah, I think if I'm correct, it's at Bankwest again. Yep. So it is. Yep. Yeah, could be interesting. And uh, Paris got a couple of newies in chess. They do, mate. Yeah. So the, they'll be missing Sevo, like we said before. Um, he's out there. 
Will Smith might be playing again. Hey, he'll stay off those dance floors, mate. He's just <laughs> causing damage to himself every weekend. I don't know why he's using his thumb, but that's <laughs> the problem. Um, yeah, so Parra's got uh, Arthur, Keegan uh, returning out. These players here, I think what you're talking about here, Berto, got Hipgrave, Nath, I think his last name is Roach or Roche? Yeah, Roach. Roach. Uh, and Sean Russell. Uh, Zalesniak, uh, he's back for the Dogs. Now, Fergo and Cartwright are playing New South Wales Cup. Yeah, that's a funny one, having yeah. Cartwright there. Yeah. He's been playing some good footy, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, and going on Fergo, I love me some Fergo, the Fergosaurus. But after Hayes Dunster's defensive performance on the weekend, can't fold him. I think it'll be very hard for Fergo to make his way back in, which is a shame. But unfortunately, if you want to win comps, you've got to put um, got to put favourites aside. He's a different style of player, Hayes Dunster, is he? No, he's a lot slighter than mm. than Fergo and doesn't have that raw power that Fergo does. But yeah, he's been playing pretty well. Uh, Kyle Flanagan had an impressive game last week in the New South Wales Cup. In saying that, there's been no talk about him coming back to first grade. He's still sitting there on the, down on the uh, second tier. And there's, uh, and there's talk now that dogs are interested in uh, Sean Johnson as well for next year. So that would mean there's no room at all next year yeah. for Flanagan. So watch this Speaking space. of Sean Johnson, did anyone see his field goal? The field goal, I was just about to say. It was fucking, wouldn't kick a pillowcase over the fucking. And he points at the cameras and says, if anyone's looking for a halfback, I'm your man. No, you're not. <laughs> no. That was the most loopiest shit, misbent, <laughs> unshaped thing I've seen. Oh. But, but it, it, hey, they it all worked. count. It worked. It went over. So, um, the Eels are nine from eleven against the Dogs uh, in their last twenty games. But in saying that, the overall is eighty-four to seventy in Bulldogs' favour. Yeah, they they used to flog us. Yeah, so they might be looking to tighten that up a bit. You want to kick off the Maldives, bud? Oh well, I'll, I'll, master. Yeah, no worries. Ches taking the reins. No worries. Pass it over. Uh, I've basically gone a full power affair. The back line, basically. So I've gone para 13 plus. Gutho, Dunstero, Blakeo and Russello. Uh, that's $9.0. <laughs> yeah, I've gone para 13s. Uh, Gutho, Dylan Brown, Anil Corey. That's nineteen fifty. dollars Corey. He's off the bench. He's... I, I, I like him. His impact is phenomenal. He is prone to a little error every now and then. Or a high shot. Or his high shot. Or just a 100% effort. Has a crack week in, week out. Can play in the centres too. Yeah. Building his resume. I've gone para 13 plus as well, Chaz. Uh, I've put a couple of big boys in here. i put Papa Lee, uh, even though he should have been suspended in my my view. Uh, Ryan Madison and Gutho to get across as well. And that one's paying $11 neat. That is cheap. Considering there's two forwards. Yeah. It? Yeah, not much there, is it? No. Uh, next game, last game, boys. Titans versus Manly. Uh, Titans coming off that one point loss to, to the Roosters in that crazy game. Manly getting the cookies last week without big Tommy Turbo. They look pretty impressive. Um, how do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I think Manly will roll. Even though it's a Titans home home game advantage, I'd, it's too strong for them, I think. Uh, I think they'll be pretty deflated from last week and that with the one-point uh, loss. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans, 250th game. So he'll be able to put a bit of a show on. Uh, Kevin Proctor's missing from Titans. And Kate Cuss missing from Manly. Kevin Proctor missing from the Titans. So you might as well have just left that out. No one would have noticed. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, I think Manly should, by rights, be too strong. They should be. Especially with Turbo back. And it was one of the things, too. 
put my footy tips on on the Thursday afternoon at a quiet schooner. Um, Friday morning, listen to the radio at work, and he's been rested. And I've gone, fuck, here we go. But they, you know, lucky enough they got over. But can't the same can't be said for Penrith, resting their players' dogs. Uh, it cost me that two points now. Yeah. Oh, four points in the footy four tips. Points. Anything? Anything else? That's Moldy's? it. That's it. I've got multi and that's it for this game. All right. <laughs> kick her off, boss man. I'll, I'll kick us off. Uh, so I've got Manly to cover the line at minus eight and a half. I've got Fafita. I, I think he might get across this week. He's been really quiet. Had a pretty uh, pretty quiet origin as well. Uh, Tommy Turbo and the evil supervillain Brad Hank Scorpio Parker to get across there as well. Sixteen twenty-five. So four legs there. Well, I've gone four legs, but it ain't nowhere near that. Manly head to head. I've got Turbo in there. Can't not have Turbo in there. Uh, Sammy and Saab. Now, Sammy was one of the ones that let me down last week, Philip Sammy, so... Last chance? Uh, no. Not no. there yet? Not, his, his not up to Olam no. status? Hey, Olam... Gagai. He did redeem himself, but I didn't get the multi, so he's still on notice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's sevens. They've got Manly head-to-head as well. Uh, Mr. Saab, love watching him play. For feeder, same as you, Clint. I reckon he's going to put something on this week. And I've gone Cherry Evans with his 250th game. I reckon he might pull out something here this week. Uh, and that's paying 16s. All right, hopefully it should be a good round of footy, boys. We get one, five or six mouldies up would be nice as well. Uh, you know, my shoulder's a bit sore. I don't know how you feel now, Jerry, oh. carrying, <laughs> carrying the team. <laughs> I haven't said that. That $30 win's probably just about equaled what I Exactly, do. yeah, mate. When I win, I win big, I tell you what. Uh, all right, sure thing, lads. I've gone Latrell two or more. $5.50. Nice. I think he's a good chance out there. I was just going to say, especially after he's, uh, he'd be a little bit fresher, um, you know, a little bit of time since Origin, for example, and, and you know, so I think he'll be uh, a little bit, yeah, $5.50, two or more tries. That's what I call three for 13s. So three teams, all 13 plus, South Storm Para, and that's paying $3 neat. That's not bad. Yeah. What did you call that? Three for 13s. I'm going to call mine four for 13s because I've gone the exact same. I've gone South Storm Eels, but I throw Manly in there, 13 plus. 650. Sorry to steal your tagline there. That's all right. Might, mine sounded better anyway, so it's all good. Uh, what about your Hail Mary, lads? I've gone <laughs> the Big Hunts. Uh, the Big Hunts, Heimel Hunt, Carmichael Hunt. Uh, any time try scorers ten dollars and two cents. What about Ben Hunt? Was there an no, he can get fucked. <laughs> ben Hunt, fucking hell, don't start me on him. He'll get across this week. You watch. He'll end up in the shit list. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the big hunts is Carmichael and Heimel, and that's ten dollars and two cents. Well, I got the fabulous five here for the Hail Mary. I got to start naming mine. I'm fucking feeling <laughs> left out here. So these five players all just any time try scorers: Gutho, Alex Johnson. Maddie Cavalu, The Fox, and Saab. And that's paying nine fifty. So, yeah, so Gutho there, being a fullback, other four are wingers. It's almost a flying V there, isn't it? The old Mighty Ducks. Uh, I've got Angus Crichton, first try scorer, and that's paying 26 bucks. Nice. Just without the tongue, Angus, this time. <laughs> oh, that's what his missus says as well. Uh, all right, that's all the, all the games and all the that's bets. It. Boys, wrapped up, wrapped up uh, ready to go. 
J-Rod, you, you got a shit list this week, mate? I've got a, I've got a shit list. Uh, before I say the shit list, I just want to say uh, just keeping the Big Daddy Brown dream alive and hashtag bash Gallon. Um, once upon a time I did like him, but now he's a fuckwit, so I hope he gets bashed. He probably thinks the same about me, but anyway. Uh, shit list this week, Cameron Munster. You shit. Kick, oh, kick people on the ground, and it's amazing who you play for or who you are as to your different treatment. Papali, he did nothing wrong, gets a $1,500. <laughs> oh, fucking, that's rich. Nah. Um, that sort of stuff is... Ray Hadley called Blue Murder on Papalihi. He can fuck off and, and stick to breakfast radio and listen to old people complain all the time, as I said earlier in the show. But when you kick people, someone on the ground, not once but twice... Um, that's a deliberate act. You get away with it. It's one of them sort of things. He can then keep doing it and just he'll fall back and go, well, I've done it twice and nothing happened. He's done it three times because he did it in the grand final against the uh, Roosters. He, he got did. 10 minutes. That's when he got sin bitten twice. So He kicked someone in there, mate. It might have been Manu. I can't remember who it was. So he's got form as well. And that's why I'm saying six weeks. He, he the, won't do it again. So end of the day, when are you going to draw the line? Eventually after his fourth or fifth? Are they going to go, you know, that's that's not on? So then people, what happens if kids go down to Rugby League Park and kick someone up the guts and say, well, Cameron must have done it, nothing happened, and then slip me a $50 note and I'll leave them on the field? <laughs> no, it's a, just that, that poor act um, and just the inconsistency that we spoke about earlier in the in the head high, particularly on a player that's falling. Um, I, I, I fucking it just gets me, and the and the problem is it seems to be week to week. It seems to be the same referees have the same rulings, so they're consistent in their own, but they're not consistent as a group. If you if you understand, and the problem is um, doing a little bit of refereeing myself. I remember they regularly send out emails, and it's actually for for like your input, and it's to simplify the game. So why are they asking to simplify the game when? They're making these rules like this. That that as so different people have different opinions. You know what I mean? I I just don't understand. A Munster stays on the field, um, but then for example, the Roosters game, a bloke gets sent uh, for a falling challenge. So he gets sent for a falling challenge that was heavy. Um, Mike Acevo hits Adam Dewey. Adam Dewey then doesn't return and only gets a bin, but gets off. So Adam Dewey failed his HIA. Therefore, I think in that case you've got to be consistent. He's a, I don't even if he's a fallen player, it's fucking hit him hard. And and Michael Sevo's no no slouch. He's a big boy, solid. And you know, and I I think you'll find it might have been a closed hand that hit him too. From memory, not that I'm not you know he's a para boy. That's, that's, <laughs> hey, that's my boy. But uh, yeah, so that's a shit list. It's a little little light on, but your boy's still in a good mood after the Origin. Hopefully that'll wear off next week. See how Munster goes this weekend. He might get fucking might get a, might get him on here live. I'll flog him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Another episode done, boys. Anything else before we wrap it up? No, just hashtag Bash Gallon. <laughs> Interesting to watch. I think. Well, yeah, I think he's going to go down. Round one. You calling it? Nah, I'd say. Oh, I don't know. It's it's funny because I think Gallon. He he understands it. If he gets up within him and cramps him up, he'll, he'll slow him down. So, but you know, could be could go either like either way, whether it's decision or knockout technical. But I don't think Gallon will win. And like I said before, um, Huni's like literally 
at his peak, his prime. He's going to the Olympics. So if you're going to the Olympics like Big Daddy Brown, fuck, <laughs> you're just going over there for the party. That's it. So he's obviously going to be the fittest he is. Um, this is the best condition he'll probably be in his life. Look, you don't go to the Olympics. He looks fit. Yeah. He looks very fit. I think he'll box a smart match too. He won't yeah. stand there and just try and slug it. He'll be smart. Yep. Very good. All right, lads, that's it. Wrap it up for today. Uh, like As always, make sure you uh, like and subscribe on all the socials and uh, wherever you get your podcast. Love to hear some feedback as well. And uh, as always, stay on side and don't water your plants in a frost. <laughs>